Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to all over the place. We here we are back at our home away from home in beautiful Zanies in Rosemont, Illinois. I'm Jim Flanagan, joined as always by the birthday boy, Patrick McGann. Pat, happy birthday. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, Jimmy. Uh, what a great gift. You got me some shades, and uh, I had to borrow yours this week after I broke mine in oh, your car. All good. I love how quickly you respond. Unbelievable. What a thoughtful present. It's so great when the day before someone's birthday, they're like, oh, I need this thing. And you're like, hell yeah, good, <laughs> because I'm not prepared. So it worked out very, very well. 46. Uh, big number. Uh, uh, obviously, the Bears vaunted 46 defense. That was uh, a big part of our childhoods growing up. That's uh, the, the 85 Super Bowl Bears. Who was number 46? Was that a Gary Fensick? I think it was Doug run? Plank. Doug Plank. Yeah, That's they, who it was. They named it after him, right? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about that uh, 46. You don't see it a lot out there. I'm on the back end toward 50, 50, 50, and, uh, you know. It just is what it is. I appreciate the acknowledgement, but people send me notes, texts. It's great. You know, I don't have it out there. I'm not you like the, uh, the Facebook. Uh, You're private in that regard. You can't see your birthday on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I get enough attention, Jim. Sure. From the shows. Sure. I don't need to be, uh, you know. Making if you it know it's day. my birthday, I love that you acknowledge it. That's great. And um, just a lot of fun, Jim. It was great to be celebrating it with you. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about that. We're back from the Paris of Appalachia. Uh, what a beautiful time in Pittsburgh, PA. Appalachia, I said on stage, and uh, someone corrected me. Appalachia. From the Appalachia. <laughs> Did they come down from the mountains <laughs> to tell you the correct way to say it? No, she corrected me. Dude, were you in the room when she said that? Did she say Appalachia? She said, oh, it's Appalachia. Is that what she said? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> so you're going to teach me how to play the banjo now? <laughs> What else are you going to teach me how to do? <laughs> a lot of people from uh, in the Pittsburgh showroom were from West Virginia. Well, a lot of West Virginians uh, crossing over that border. Which was almost named East Ohio. I did hear Two that. votes <laughs> by the legislators. <laughs> Legislators. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? I believe you are. Yeah, should we go back to the mountains? I, don't, I, I wouldn't trust Appalachia to give me pronunciation tips very often, but that's one word I think I would expect them to know well. I tell you what, it did feel like Paris when I was sitting across from you watching, um, you have the crepes. It was. The Pittsburgh crepes. Unbelievable. Which place. I tried. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, you may hear the genuine relationship and connection that Jim and I have. Real good friends. Um, it trickles into the restaurant. It does. And uh, we often share plates. <laughs> we invented tapas. We did. In ought to. Mm -hmm. Before it was mainstream. Correct. We Correct. were tapasing. And we've been made fun of by everyone we dine with ever since. Tapas to hot dog. We did tapas to hot dog. We lady in the lady in the tapas to that hot dog <laughs> is what we did. <laughs> no, we had a uh, a bunch of meals in mm. in uh, in Pittsburgh, and the one thing that they were, they were known for are known for is the the hotcakes. Yeah, one of their big things. They like they fry up. Uh, hotcakes, right? It's like a, it's like a very thin crepe style, and they're fried, and they're delicious. They're amazing. Uh, but not something I would normally order, right? But you're there and you're like, you got to try it. And then seven meals later, seven orders of crepes later, you're like, I need to get out of Pittsburgh as quickly as possible. I'm not a guy that gets pancakes in public. I don't I order them in a restaurant. I agree. My mom makes the best pancakes sure. in the world. That's all I eat, Jim. I still you sometimes I'll get on the Ryan and mm -hmm. I'll, you know, I'll check traffic. How much, how many minutes to pancakes? <laughs> like it's uh, <laughs> 29 minutes to pancakes. Take the outer drive. You might, if you guys are looking for pancakes, stay off the Ryan. No, so I, I honestly, I don't have pancakes often. Mm -hmm. Do you? Uh, not really. No, it's a very, it's a tough order in public. First of all, I, I agree with that. Cause it's normally like pancakes or toast and you're like, oh, this normal thing that everybody has for breakfast or, or this, you know, two foot stack of pancakes with whipped cream and syrup. You're like, you know which one I want, but I'm not going to say it in public. I'm going to go with the toast. So I had said to you, like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not getting pancakes. But then I tried yours, and then I got them the next time we mm -hmm. went to the uh, Pamela's Diner. Mm -hmm. But the um, one thing that we didn't dive into that they normalize is sour cream. They Unbelievable. Put on it. Yeah. So we didn't do that. I did not do did that. Did you do sour cream? I got it on the side, and I tried a little bit of it, and it doesn't bring anything to the table. Did you get pancake. anchovies? I did not get anchovies. Jalapenos? In my, I did get jalapenos in my crepes. Yeah, pancakes in a helmet <laughs> with sour cream. 
Can we talk about the infamous helmet? First of all, I want I want to step back. I, we're we're going to go out of order. We're going to cover Pittsburgh so much today. Uh, it's a really great city. Uh, I'm so excited to talk about it. I want to talk about something that happened on the trip home from Pittsburgh. Can oh, you set a Jim. scene for me? I will set this scene. First of all, Jim is was Maverick of the trip. I'm Goose in the back. Uh, I'm using that reference because Top Gun Two is about mm -hmm. to come out. Very excited to see that. By the there way, you are. I had the uh, you know my my theory was Goose impregnated Meg Ryan right before he died, right? Okay. That's the story. Mm -hmm. This is the pitch. So then Maverick is now teaching young Goose mm -hmm. at the academy. Perfect. That's what I'm picturing is. That's the plot? Yes. Okay. Played and by Gosling. <laughs> little Goose. Ryan Gosling. Unbelievable. You get a little this Gosling. Guy. Unbelievable. To play baby Goose. Clearly he didn't take his birthday off from writing. That's that is my, brilliant. That's the elevator pitch. It's brilliant. <laughs> How could they say no? Um, are you excited to see Top Gun 2? I think so. Yeah. I, do I have to see the first one? Am I going to? I mean, I haven't seen it in so long. Should I see it just for nostalgia's sake? Just for that sick volleyball scene? They dropped it on Netflix. Did they really? That is a sick volleyball scene. Yeah, I'll give it a go. I had a sand member trying to replicate that high five. <laughs> the boom, boom, and the back end. Just Never works right. Doosh, Never. Slider. Do it, was it a slider? I don't remember. He's the guy uh, that's Iceman's partner, right? Okay. Val Kilmer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about Val. We've talked about Val at length. Oh, man, we are. We're, we're doing our thing, Jim. We we're, are. We're random. So, Pittsburgh. The drive home. The drive home. Maverick here drove seven hours all the way to Pittsburgh. Straight through. Three, how many states, Jim? Uh, probably more than we needed to because I'm not the greatest navigator. Illinois. But we definitely, I think we swung by, uh, we, we swung through Kentucky for a few minutes, maybe stopped by Wyoming. I don't want to take shots because it's your car <laughs> and you're the best. Here we go. But you are um, very reliant on the global, what, what does GPS stand GPS, for? The global positioning satellite. <laughs> is that what it stands mm -hmm. for? Which seems like a great tool to be able to use if you're trying to figure out where you're going. Satellites that span the globe think, but go ahead. But if I ever say anything, then you think I'm arguing with the satellite. <laughs> and then you start jerking the car in other lanes. Like what, what, what? So I've learned to, I'm just trying to be in the car and appreciate the fact that you're driving. <laughs> So much so on the on the return, you the put way. like three hours in. I'm like, dude, I'll drive, right? Uh -huh. I had offered to drive on you the way there, absolutely too. Absolutely are always making those offers, 100%. So I only bring up the drive there because you drove all the way there. Mm -hmm. And then, so guys, I get in the car and it's 1130. Mm -hmm. This is Sunday night, by the way. So we're there Thursday through Sunday. Sunday after night. the show, Sunday night. We left after the show. Like, like, we're just going to road warrior. Like grownups. We're just going to drive home now <laughs> and get home 4, 5 a.m., but we're going to just all night, we're going to gun it. We're going to get Pat home. We're right? going to get Jim it. home. Let's do this. Let's go. So we leave. Now I'm driving and, and I'm pulling onto the highway. And I said to you, I go, dude, I just realized my license expires in a half hour. Yeah, for your birthday. So I got 30 minutes, dude. 30 minutes. And I go, dude, if you want to stop or anything, <laughs> pull over. I'll grab the wheel again. No, no. And uh, great. But I knew we'd be fine. We're fine. So um, we're fine. Nothing's what time did happen. I get pulled over? 12.06 a.m. 12.06. 12.06 Eastern Standard Time. Not even your birthday yet in most states. It is I, the least your birthday it could be. On the way home, I get the ticket. Now, I was uh, speeding. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. What did he tell you? What did he give me? A uh, Heinz Ward? Mm -hmm. He did. He was an 86 and a 70. Absolutely. Heinz Ward, 70. that's a great reference. Which is, um, mm -hmm. you know, a little much. But these cars, you don't even, Jim, you're, I mean, you're hybrid. It's unbelievable. I, did, I couldn't even tell. You're like, I was going 70. The battery pack was doing the other 16. You had nothing to do with it. He's like, how fast, do you know how fast you're going? I'm like, I had no idea. It's electric. And then when we were doing the slide we're on the, the slide. shoulder, mm -hmm. which showed I him thought we were going to get out of it. I thought so too. I was like, this guy's liking the slide. Mm -hmm. He let us do two verses. Put the gun down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How'd you like that he came on your side of the car? He it's, doesn't. Uh, they don't come on the driver's side anymore. Is that because I pulled over in the middle of the <laughs> expressway <laughs> and didn't give him any room? You pulled right up to the median so he couldn't get in on your side? It may, no, you. Uh, I think they just stay away from the traffic side, right? So you pulled over to the right so he goes up to the passenger side door. But I'm not expecting him. He scared the hell out of me. Well, dude, I was uh, in the zone, you know. And I don't use cruise control. I just feel it. Mm -hmm. So I got into the flow and then all of a sudden I saw those, you know, those cherries pop behind me 
And I'm like, oh no. Start having flashbacks. Like, do I make a run for it? Right, right. Do I go? Because I usually. Mm-hmm. You just take run, off. Run from the law. Right. You live on the road for a few <laughs> years. You, I mean, you've had several aliases over your life because of this type of situation. I pulled over right away and I even thought that wasn't quick enough. <laughs> and you were more nervous than I was. Terrified. And it was, it was not good. So then, so he comes, the, the, the officer mm. comes back to the car after he's like, I'm going to give you a citation. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I was speeding. Mm-hmm. But then the only thing I thought I had going for me was the birthday. And I'm like, maybe he'll see that it is. Your birthday. My birthday. Your birthday. Six minutes into my birthday. Unbelievable. Only been 46 for five minutes. It just started. So he comes back and he's like, um, well, I said to him, I go, hey, I'm like, I thought you pulled me over to say happy birthday. (laughs) And he goes, what did he say? He goes, I saw that. Your, Your license is expired. Like, is it though? Not in Illinois. <laughs> right. And we're not even there yet. It's 1106. Right. It's not even your birthday yet. We're not even. Yeah, absolutely. And do you need to wear a cowboy hat to <laughs> is, do this? Is that necessary? I mean, I am. Dude, I respect. I know. The, uh, the law. I know you do. But sometimes it's like, you, you don't need to be dressed like that. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. <laughs> Why does he have that hat on? I don't know. Couldn't even get near the door. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> it's got such a big radius. He had to like, he had to fold up the ticket and paper airplane it into the car because <laughs> of his brim. The brim. There we go. He's not yeah. a brim, but he has a brim. That was a brimly effect right there. <laughs> it really is. But the fact that I got the ticket just was like, I, I'm not, I'm done. I'm done driving yeah. to these shows. Yeah. Cause we went over our limit anyway. Yeah. The seven hours. Yeah. And now, like, everything we're doing to get home faster is eliminated. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. No I, worries about anyone falling asleep on the drive home after that. How about Jim? There uh, was plenty of energy. Oh, well, you rode the rage to <laughs> coasted the rage. Unbelievable. To at least South Bend. Do you need coffee? I'm fine. To Elkhart. Yeah, the, um, and then Jim had the, you know, we were in the midst of tunes. We were playing mm-hmm. music. We were we fired were. up. We were doing great. And then Jim went right into bad boys after the, <laughs> after I got pulled over. Right into it. <laughs> Just salt in the wound. I had no other choice. You're like, play something. I need to get this off my mind. So who wouldn't love the theme to cops in that moment? It's a, it's a fantastic tune. Well, it was great content. It really was. And good to see that the roads are being patrolled. Everyone can feel safe, especially in Ohio, where, you know, they don't care about a lot of laws. <laughs> but speeding. <laughs> That's the one. Is, a, uh, is an issue. Punishable offense. Uh, I want to step back one second to something you said at the beginning of that story where you said that you've just learned. This is like one of the uh, shows on HBO where it starts and it's like Uh, one month ago. Previously. Three months Uh ago. Previously. I wanted to get through that story because it's an important one to me. But you mentioned there that you've learned to just not say anything and let me follow the GPS. I think it's a little different than that. I think what you've learned to do is say, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let you do what you want to do. You just follow that. I'm not going to say a word. And I follow it and you go, you know what I was thinking? Why did it send you this way? (laughs) So I don't think you've stopped saying anything. I think you've just stopped saying anything ahead of time. Well, listen to me. When you get to be my age, which Uh is 46, 46. um, you realize that like, Okay, so I'm I'm programmed. When I get close, mm-hmm. I just turn the GPS off. Yep. I override it. Like I'm in charge. I yeah, you're telling me I know, but I'm I'm from here, dude. Mm-hmm. From here, satellite. Mm-hmm. Grew up here. You're not even. When were you invented, satellite? I was in fucking high school. Okay, I was here before this road existed. You were just a Dave Matthews song. Satellite. You weren't even involved in directions. You dirty rascal. Get out of here. I grew up with Rand McNally. And, and, and by no means am I saying you're wrong, because I am, I am completely directionally challenged. I need the support in every turn, and I don't know where I'm going. No, but this is my point to your mm-hmm. and your team, Team mm-hmm. Flanagan, is I have now learned that sometimes when I'm like, when I override it, I'm, I'll end up in traffic. That's true, too. So I don't have that factor. Yeah. I can't see above. I'm not, a, you know, orbiting the planet, mm-hmm. which point satellite. I get it. But I still like the human experience of knowing where I am and then just going where, like, the, right. the example was like, oh, dude, are we, are we taking the Skyway? And you're like, I don't know. Are we? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm following this. Uh-huh. 
So one would think that between the two of us, between the global positioning satellite and the personal knowledge, we would be able to find a good balance. Instead, we argue about it for seven hours, which I think is the more appropriate way to handle a road trip. It gives us something to discuss easily. You know, it's great. It's perfect. Well, the the better thing was earlier in the ride, I was like, just dying laughing because you're flying by people and you're passing people, <laughs> you're passing people on the right. Like, Which I know to be illegal, but I don't know why. And no one really enforces it in Illinois, but some states that's a big deal. So I don't say anything. And mm-hmm. then finally I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, if we're going to be doing this all summer. You can't just be flying by people on the right. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. No, I get it. And then I drove for two seconds and the cops were <laughs> in, in, in our car, flashlights in our face. And I was just like, oh, I, I'm not saying another word. The gym wins. He is the MVP. <laughs> That's not true at all. He drove. But uh, shout out to that police officer. Thank you. I'll never forget you. What a birthday present. Um, no gift receipt. With the tic- he just handed it to me. I'm like, hey, hey whoa. What is this? What if it doesn't fit? You're going to take it all the way back to Toledo. But I did call there and uh, your car is new, not mm-hmm. registered. Is it registered? It is registered. It's yes. registered? Yes. We're okay. not, I'm not illegal. Well, I called there and told them that you, some of your stuff wasn't in line. Okay, so I'm, I'm trying to pin this on you <laughs> and that the uh, the speedometer was broken. I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, said I, I had just met you. Sure. At the, yeah. at the rest stop. I'm not even sure I am who I said I was. I mean, this, they should investigate me more so on this. That was like, I thought he was going to ask questions and he didn't because he pulls up and he's like, is this your new car? And I'm like, actually it's mine. You know? And like, he didn't ask why you were driving. You know what I mean? Like I thought there was going to be some of that. This guy didn't give a shit. He just wanted to write tickets and be on his way. Like that was his entire goal of everything. So, all right, I'll be back with the citation. Yeah. Temporary plates. You're not even driving it. Right. And didn't even just go, Hey, why is he driving it? Yeah. Shouldn't he be at a birthday party? Sure. Why isn't he opening presents? No, I'm like, he's the better driver. So he's driving and, and we would have gone from there. Well, he did say on the way to, uh, back to his car, he was like, oh, by the way, if I were your friend, I wouldn't make you drive on your birthday. Then he shot a couple up in the air and was like, on, on with it. Get out of here. Now scram birthday boy. I think he did. I think he did. But Pittsburgh, I want to talk about it. Great Man. city. I mean, here we are. We're sending people to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Now Great I want city. to send people to Pittsburgh. Ooh, boy. I mean, dude, when we were at that incline and you're looking across, I actually have footage of it. I just looked at it. It looks like you're in it. It does look like you're in another country. It's beautiful. It really is a great city. Pittsburgh is, I mean, we had a full weekend. We're going to talk about a few of the things we did, but you, you look at that city. The two best views I saw were at the top of that incline, which we'll talk about, and then at the stadium. We went to the baseball game and saw a Pirates game, and uh, just looking out from home plate, basically. You're looking out over the city. You see the skyline, although it's more of a clump. It's beautiful. Well, that, half of that bridge was covered. Yeah. Because Copperfield was going to make it disappear that night. <laughs> So they had the bridge car. They have yellow bridges, uh-huh. which are usually freshly painted. Gorgeous. The Not only did we go to the Pirates game, Jim, we saw history. We saw one of the most incredible baseball feats you're ever going to see. We saw a team lose a game that they pitched a no-hitter. The Cincinnati Reds mm-hmm. no-hit the Pirates. And lost the game. Their starting pitcher went into the eighth, no hits, walked a couple more dudes, which was five total. Mm-hmm. Right? Pulled them. Hunter Green. Mm-hmm. And not get a hit. And then the uh, Pirates push one across. Next batter comes up, walks again. So now the bases are loaded. Still zero hits in the game. One out. Uh, Cabrian Hayes gets up there. Little dribbler to second base. They get one out. They can't turn the double play. Run scores. One run in. Finish it out. No hits. Six times in Major League history, a team has lost a game where they pitched a no hitter. That's just an incredible stat. And we were like going to leave after the guy got pulled because we're like, this sucks now. This isn't going to be fun. I'm like, wait a minute. They could win this game without getting any hits. Oh, so yeah, after they cool. got that run. Yeah, never seen anything like that. Never yeah. been to a no-hitter. It's still not really feel like a no-hitter. But the fact that they lost, oh, dude, it was really. And then there was a lunar eclipse that night. Unbelievable. Like, how much is happening? I know. This is great. The Pittsburgh. tour has begun. It was No-hitters, eclipses. Ah, it was great. It was wonderful. Dude, the only other time I've been at that stadium was when I was driving my buddy Brian to Boston. Uh-huh. And the Pirates scored like seven runs in the bottom of the ninth. To, to, they were down like, you know, six runs. So that the two times I've been in that park, magical. Dude, and it's not like Pittsburgh has a great storied, you know, history of baseball success. You should be at every game. You're the only time they do anything good. Well, they were good in the 70s. They were. 
in the early 90s. For sure. But since then, it's been uh, it's been rough. And people there are like bummed out about him. But meanwhile, great sports sound. We went to the the history, uh, the Heinz history slash Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> slash arcade <laughs> museum. We were posting stuff in the stories. I don't know if you saw it, but the the, the Heinz History Museum, H.J. Heinz, mm-hmm. who Hot started dog. the uh, ketchup. Yeah, what is H.J.? H.J. stands for Hot Dog Jefferson Heinz. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. And that's where that's why hot dogs and ketchup go so well together in most states. Hot Dog Jefferson Heinz. Yep, H.J. Heinz. And his 56, he had 56 brothers. He Did does. Each one of them made one thing. And they all had their own initials. Mm-hmm. No, they had that. A lot of the varieties there, like other things that they sold. Yeah, like pickles and mustard. Yeah, they've been um, they've been at it for a while. 1800s? Yeah, something like that. And their name is all over Pittsburgh. Uh, they had this museum, which is great. A lot of sports stuff. Jim was throwing a football in there. He played air hockey. Some old I was man. Trying to, I was trying to get cultured, and Jim was... Uh, <laughs> you can start doing that here in Chicago. Just bring some bags into the <laughs> Art Institute. <laughs> Just put quarters up and be like, I got next. <laughs> Just next to that, uh, that Saturday in the park, that dot painting, <laughs> you throw you put up a, one of those Velcro dartboards next to it. What's up guys. You want to play? <laughs> they do this in Pittsburgh. Don't be a jag off Pittsburgh. They say that word. That is one of the many things about Pittsburgh that, uh, they lay claim to, right? Jag off. It's the only other city outside of Chicago I've ever seen, like claim jag off as their own. Dude, I remember saying that at Dayton, like going to Dayton yeah. and being like, yeah, that guy's kind of a jag off. Yeah. And they're like, jack off? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Jerk off? No, jag off. I thought it was universal. Yeah. Because it feels good to say. It really does. And it's like, it's not a swear. It's not quite. Because it's, it's not a real word. <laughs> it is now. But it certainly isn't polite. Is it in the dictionary? It's got to be. No? Jag off? I don't think so. Would that be great if it was the word of the year one year? It's always like, this year's word is viral. Or this year's word is, you know truthiness 2022 is going to be jag off the world is full of them <laughs> we saw one of the jag offs the biggest jag offs of all time fred rogers he was there all right hang on I, i'm kidding he is a legendary human being <laughs> from pittsburgh unbelievable he's got a lot of respect in that city too like he's all over the museums i mean they they love fred rogers that's great well yeah he um you know that's where he made his name we saw the incline. I was asking you, do you think that's where he got the idea for the trolley? Because that oh. car of the incline car is very trolley-esque. Yeah, and that's not yeah. a really a, a trolley city Yeah, over there. Is it? It's not really. No. Here's what bothers. So they have this thing called the Duquesne incline, right? And, and it's a beautiful lift that takes you from like a parking lot up to this amazing view in Pittsburgh. The only thing that was kind of disappointing about that to me, Pat, I didn't really realize what we were getting into going in. You pay five bucks, right? You get in this insanely hot car, right? You, you ride up, it's a three, four minute ride to the top of this incline. You get out, there's a beautiful observation deck. You look to your left, there's a street with bars and pubs. And you're like, we could have just, we could have just parked here. We like, we didn't have to like take the incline to see the view. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like there was going to be something. I felt like it was going to be taking us somewhere we couldn't otherwise access. That was the only thing that was kind of confusing. To you me. thought it was a gateway to like an area that you couldn't get to by car. Otherwise a portal into some Pittsburgh paradise. I thought so. Yeah, I oh, really I'm did. Sorry. I didn't think we were just taking an elevator up a level. You know what I mean? I think we were just going to, to upper Peaberg. Well, yeah, I think that they built it because of the, you know, what do you call that? The, how, how the slope, the hill was, uh, so steep. Yeah. The steepness. Mm-hmm. So they had put it there to move a bunch of people at the same time Makes just to sense. get up to the hood. Makes sense. And to go down to work, maybe to the mill. Maybe these people were tired, Jim. They might have been. Of working in the steel mill all day. They weren't just trying to get up to get cheese sticks at the- uh, Well, they should be. At the pretty view place. They should be. Okay, well, that makes sense. I get the I get the rationale behind it. I just didn't know what I was getting into when I got there. You know what I mean? And it was beautiful when you get out and you look, but you just look over and you're like, there's an Uber guy here. We could have just we could just had him drop us off up top. Well, do Yins hear that? Oh boy, that's another one. Do Yins hear it? Jim not impressed. He declines the incline. <laughs> yeah. Not into it. Hang on. I How many stars? I How many love, Brimley stars? I'm gonna go three and a half Wilfords. I'm gonna give it three and a half Wilford Brimleys out of five. Um I think that's I, it was beautiful. The view is incredible. I thought we could have saved five bucks, stayed in the air conditioning. That's my only, now wow. that I know, now that I know. But you got to say you rode the safe. It's a I national, did. it's a historic landmark. It it's, is. It's marked as a U.S. 
landmark. Mm-hmm. And Jim is uh, not impressed. Okay. It's very, very nice. Don't get me wrong. It's it's and the the view is incredible. The city's amazing. I, I can mark one thing down. Am I allowed? How about yeah. how about uh, tell them the other museum we we breezed by. Oh, he's the a, Andy Warhol. He's a Pittsburghian. That dude is... I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. They uh, they like him too. Uh, Fred, I think Mr. Rogers is... Uh, I think they're more proud of Fred than anyone else around there. Do you think those two ever hung out? <laughs> Andy Warhol and Mr. Rogers? Warhol and Rogers at uh, Primanti Brothers? <laughs> Just having Just... a sandwich with coleslaw on it? <laughs> Throw some fries and slaw on mine. <laughs> Just hanging. Those two are like polar opposites, right? They really are. Yeah, absolutely. But they were, were they around the same time in Pittsburgh? I mean, there's be, right? got to be some overlap. Yeah. Was Warhol ever on the show? I don't know if he was. That'd be pretty cool to see. Just like uh, the, the castle just in like red and white Coke colors and all squared for an episode. Bring Andy in. I'm just looking this up here. It says Andy Warhol was the voice of Henrietta Pussycat. Oh, now we get it. Meow, meow. Right. Andy, meow, meow. Make picture a soupy meow, meow. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, meow, meow, lots of colors. Campbell's meow, meow. Are you in uh, Andy Warhol? The not pop at art? All. Not no. really. That's why I'm not contributing a lot to this whole conversation. I get it, but I don't know anything about it other than it was Campbell's soup and was it Coke cans? Am I wrong about that? Um, he did a, like, I think the Brillo thing. He did a lot of stuff. I mean, then he also had that, that white hair that yeah. I've, I think I'm headed towards. <laughs> I would kill for that. He kept a mane. Let it go white. There's Kinda nothing wrong with that at all. Like a Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Bob Barker is playing Andy Warhol in the, the Warhol series. He should. Absolutely. Um, that Heinz Museum, though, they had, uh, they had a lot of ketchup history, and you lied to me, and I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Because uh, the ketchup in Pittsburgh does taste different. We thought it did. The, the Heinz is zestier. The Heinz is, it, like, it did not taste like normal ketchup. It felt like, like, not even thinking about it. I just dipped a fry, and I was like, this is different. But it was, it was fresh from the, you know, the source Heinz. And you were like, they, they make it different. There's, it's fresher, it's different, and that's not the case. Has been sitting in a truck. Unbelievable. But they don't even make it in Pittsburgh anymore. They make it in Ohio. The packets are bigger. That's true. They're easier to open. They're different colored, so it does look a little different than standard Heinz. The packets are kind of growing, at least, right? Yeah. They're easier to get in. They're, they're larger. But the Heinz ketchup, I mean, it's funny to me, like, everything else seems to be, like, you know, taken over. Or like interrupted by other brands, other mm -hmm. like you don't catch up straight through Heinz all the way, right? Hunts, they're not challenger to the throne. Who else is there? Even I, mean, I wouldn't even know who who makes ketchup besides you know generic labels and Hunts. We should do small batch ketchup. We should start making, you know, like like they do uh, micro brews. Oh, there's that's a thing already. Start doing some uh, condiments. Oh man, if you don't think there's a dude out in Pittsburgh right now with glasses and a beard just churning ketchup. You are grossly mistaken. I believe that's already, I really think there's already people doing that. We could do it better, but that's how, that's how into craft shit we are. Isn't that weird? Even ketchup, there's like fiery ketchup now. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Well, they had like different colors at some time, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. They don't really embrace that. They didn't, they didn't say, show those mistakes. It like, sorry work. about the purple shit. <laughs> Our bad on the green. <laughs> that was not a good idea. They, uh, they did, however, try to revolutionize the packet. Did you see what they did? They did like the little tray that has the two ways of opening it. Have you seen that? No. You know how like, uh, like a McDonald's barbecue sauce has that little plastic tray it comes in, right? With the lid you tear off. Okay. They've got those for Heinz ketchup now where you either tear the lid off to dip into or you rip the front of it off to squeeze. You got both options now. They're, they're changing the game. They are. I don't like the, what, what do you think of the pump when you got to fill up the cup? That's a lot of pressure. You know what I used to do? I used to uh, just clear an area on the tray and just pump a huge <laughs> puddle onto the tray. Did you ever do that? Onto the liner or the tray itself? The tray liner. Yeah, okay. So the, Not tray the tray itself. itself. That's a lot of trust no. in the employees of a fast food restaurant. You got to do it on the tray liner and then it has to, it will eventually soak through right. that craft and it'll create a, it'll start to tear. <laughs> right. So you got to get into it and you have to swipe the top. You don't want to necessarily hit the tray. You got to go, you leave a little film at the bottom that you don't touch because that touched the tray liner and the tray directly. And as you get to the bottom of it, you reload so you never have to hit that bottom layer. And take it from us. We are experts on food. We were eating Milano's in the green room all Unbelievable. weekend. Is that your favorite? Uh, is that a Pepperidge Farm? It is a Pepperidge Farm. It's a good Pepperidge Where Farm. Where is Pepperidge Farm? It is not in Pennsylvania, I would imagine. You never hear like people you know, always going on 
trips. You never, hey, where are you guys headed? We're going to Pepperidge Farm. We're going to be there for the weekend. We're going to head over to Hidden Valley afterwards and check out their ranch. Our kid loves chessmen, and uh, we want to see how they're made. <laughs> We're going to go out there and get some, uh, what else, else are they known for? I mean, they have like so many great things. Verano's? Is that another one? Yeah, Verano. They've never changed their logo. Pepperidge Farm, just, they just, they own goldfish crackers? They what? do. Oh, yeah. Goldfish crackers. Of course they do. Yeah. They had uh, in the green room at the Pittsburgh Improv, they had like a little candy bowl. And one of the things they had was little two packs of Milano's and Chessmen. And I just think like that's what Halloween is like in every rich neighborhood. You know what I mean? Just individual servings of like Pepperidge Farm cookies instead of sixlets and shit like that. I'd never seen it packaged that way before. Yeah, they're killing it. It started by a woman in uh, New York City in the, after the stock market crash. Really? Sounds like he, uh, and then who knows what they're up to now, but Pepperidge. Have they ever had like, like a, a made up uh, word? Uh, agreed. Have they ever had like a, uh, like a mascot? Didn't they have a dude? Didn't they? Are you thinking of Rusty Jones? I might be. From Who's, the cars? <laughs> Remember him? They put a sticker on the side of your car. <laughs> and it, it said, I am a dipshit. I paid for rust proofing. <laughs> I mean, dude, we were in that Uber this weekend. This guy, how about the dude flying around? My God. We almost died in an Uber. We almost died at that turn five times. Which made us appreciate each other's driving much more. Driving in have, Pittsburgh is like driving way. in this mountainous region. It's unbelievable. And you're flying around turns going up to Squirrel Hill. Mm -hmm. And this guy who was driving us, he's, he must have just gotten to America yeah. recently. Yeah. He, uh, we asked him, like, he picked us up at the incline. We're like, hey, what's this neighborhood like? Oh, not for up here. Yeah. This is like picking someone up at Navy Pier. Agreed. <laughs> he was, dude, I thought we were going to die. Yeah, he was, uh, he was just off the Autobahn, I feel like. He was, he was driving like he was in Germany, you know? I mean, it was, and we're like, you can, you can slow down here. There's a lot of accidents. And he's like, you're right about that all the time. But his car like, was you, shaking. You're, hit, you're about to hit people. Yeah. You ever get in these cars now where it's like, you tell how light it is. Yeah. Talking about Rusty Jones, that's when these cars were like tanks. Yeah. Right. Made out of Pittsburgh steel, God damn it. <laughs> now it's an IHOP. And a uh, Dave and Buster's, they gutted the steel mill, and it's a Barnes, not even a Barnes Noble, there was one down there. Yeah. What was down there? I don't know. Eaton Park? Mm-hmm. It's all gutted steel mills. Yeah. A lot of old mills been repurposed. There was a huge crane next to our hotel. There really is. There was a bridge that just ended. Just nowhere. It was just like, every, everywhere you drive, too, there's like bridges that have like three levels of height. You know, everywhere you're going and then you'd just be driving and the GPS be like, go straight. And then be like, no, there's four lanes and none of them go straight. I just feel like I'm going to drive off a bridge at some point. Like I'm driving on the Rainbow <laughs> Road in Mario Kart, just trying to figure it out. You were doing a joke about the two yeah. level. Uh, it's like, how do I let the global positioning satellites know that I'm downstairs? It thinks I'm upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing about being there. It's like, uh, like when you go to Boston. Yeah. Just the driving in some of these cities. You can't just get there and be like, oh, I'm going to be fine driving. If you don't, like, you, you need to figure out the city a little bit. Take some time. Yeah, we were out uh, kind of like the outskirts next to an indoor axe throwing. That's who the, the competition was. We were up against the uh, Penguins playoff games. <laughs> Man. And you could uh, throw an axe. Yeah. Have you ever thrown an axe? No. Good for you. I've done it a couple times. You've never, would, it, would you ever do it? Is it something that would ever tickle your fancy? Um, I've thrown like a rake. Okay. Like I'll, so a lot of times I'll just get a tool in my hand and uh -huh. I will want to just chuck it. You're like, just done with it. Just, I'm done. Axe drop. I think you No, should. I would throw the axe. Yeah. Is it like, it's competitive, right? So you. It's like a dartboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But with an axe. It's like a dartboard, but mm -hmm. for barbarians. Absolutely. I did it in Texas. So I, we were talking to Katie here and she was like, you can't drink when you do it here. I was like, I was in Texas. They encourage it. <laughs> you can bring your guns. They don't give a shit in San Antonio. They're like, yeah, you should be drunk. You're throwing axes. Who's going to do that sober? You Wait, know? why isn't he blindfolded? <laughs> why are you using your dominant hand? You got to try around the back. Dude, I would never. I mean, I, I, I would have a fear of like that I would just be screwing around and throw it at somebody or hit yeah. someone or drop it behind you by accident or something, have it go a wrong way. Or like, how did you, how'd you blow your uh, rotator cuff out? Ah, I was, uh, I was, well, I was in Pittsburgh doing shows and Jim and I went to throw axes <laughs> because we were, uh, you know, we were just trying to. Get the vibe. You ever just get pissed off and just want to throw axes into wood? Well, that's what we were doing. 
Is that what it's from? From I, anger? I think no. I don't know that it stems from anger, but I think it's a good way to alleviate it if you have some. I mean, there's a million things you could do. Absolutely, there's a million things you could do, but not many of them involve something that could kill someone and throwing it from your hands as hard as possible. I'm not saying it's a real person, mm-hmm. but if they had a mannequin there and you could put an apple on the head, I would be in. Like they if it should. was like competitive like that. Yeah. <laughs> like if you could put up, uh, you know, an image. Mm-hmm. Picture it's just a, a target, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just a big like wooden board. But I mean, if we could customize it after people, we should call the places and ask them that. Be like, hey, uh, can you put like uh, an old girlfriend of mine up on that board before we get there? <laughs> what? No. Are they different sizes too? The axes? No. Just like one. if I went with. Uh, you don't get like a full two hand handle axe. No, you're not like, <laughs> you don't walk in wearing a, ma- like, with, like you don't walk in wearing a suit of armor and get a mace or anything. No, it's just a, it's a small single hand. You, you hold it with both hands, but it's like a short handle. You kind of do an overhead throw and hit a, hit a dartboard. Like if I brought Joe, they'd be like, oh, here you go. Hey, my little, little hatchet for the, is she watching or is she, <laughs> she going to play? They probably do have a little hatchets club or something where they can do that. That's a great idea. Can you bring your own? I don't, I don't know. They, they, there are probably people who do, right? Like go into a pool hall or something. There's probably people who bring their case, open it up, screw their axes together. We were talking about bags earlier. I watched a little bit of that uh, with the kids when we were on the road. Yeah. Like the televised bags, uh, the really good players. <laughs> How do they even? I mean, they never miss. What's the point? Why are we watching this? They don't miss. They have thirty sponsors, sure, on their shirt, but they're not mic'd. Like they should be mic'd and talking yeah. trash to each other. They just like they're just, dude. They're mopes. Yeah, and they got nothing to say, and they're just woo, they throw. And then the <laughs> there's people watching, mm-hmm. and they're sponsored too. Right. All the the idiots in the stands have the <laughs> who's going to the. To the bags. I have no idea. Dude, it's on ESPN. I'm going there this Saturday. Well, well they're it, taping it. So they're going to air it when uh, there's a virus and all sports are canceled. There's enough rainouts, we might make TV. There's enough <laughs> real sports that get rained out. We might get some airtime. They said that there was an earthquake in 89, the World Series. They said that there's another earthquake again. They want to have, like, content, so they're going to... Rain Delay Theater gets old after a while, so they wanted bags. A lot of our tournaments are being aired in Ukraine right now. (laughs) And it's not even real bags. Like, they just play it the whole time. No one walks away to get another beer. Like, I've played bags with my family, and you never complete a game. No one's ever like, hey, what's the score? Where's your aunt? Like when you're watching a tournament on TV, that stuff, that, that's not, you're not playing with the normal, you know, the, the normal things you have to deal with. I know. Like there should be a guy. No, forget the shirt with 30 sponsors on. Take the shirt off guy. Like, oh, here's, uh, here's Mike. He's uh, dirty feet. Mike is back. He's been dominant. You know, Mike, a little superstitious, hasn't washed his feet. He plays barefoot and buzzed. Like that's who it should be. Oh, let's see how Mike's handling this. His partner is outside smoking. We'll see what happens if he can get him back before the a lot of time is out because he's out front having a cigarette. They're, that's the biggest thing. They're indoors. I know. Why are you playing bags inside? You got to be in the elements. It's crazy. You got to be ordering shots. You got to be, I mean, they are doing it, it with no elements whatsoever. It, it makes it a very boring game. I agree with that. That one's off the board and oh, it's in the dog shit. <laughs> it's in the dog. Oh, guys, this is, oh. you know, remember playing, this is a backyard game. Mm-hmm. So backyard elements. We got to do it. <laughs> And you'll be able to track that bag easier for the rest of the tournament now by the streaks it leaves on the board. <laughs> they don't change anything. That's the way it should be. I agree with that, my friend. Uh, the axes themselves, though, that is a, uh, we were like, we were doing it for a team building event. So we had barbecue and beer. We were adding, you want to talk about adding difficulty. We're making our fingers sticky and getting drunk and then throwing axes. How did we not think that could go bad at any moment? That's the team building. I got throw an axe. I'll be right there. I'm just licking this barbecue sauce off of my hand. I'll go, I'll go pick up an ax now and throw it at a wooden board. You know, we were looking for a sound effect to like kick off our, our clips <laughs> when we're playing them online. And I think we just got it, Jim. There it is, baby. How, how's the podcast? How was this episode? Finger licking good. Finger licking good. <laughs> One more time for the. That's all we want. It's the whole show right there. We're just going to loop that for an hour. All right. I'm going to keep an eye on that uh, right hand. Yeah, let's not. I'm not going to go using it for I'm not going to go shaking hands after this for a while. 
So this uh, weekend was great. We had a um, a good time. I want to recognize Jim's half birthday. Oh boy! Today we're recording here five one seven. Look at this, Jim. Memory. Six six months from now, you will be in the hot seat. The you will be getting a speeding ticket. I will. I'll be forty two. Oh, at yeah, forty six now. This is what I wanted to ask you. Can I officially round you up to fifty? Right, like you're over forty five now. I think the official roundup, if it's like how old is Pab, like ah, he's about fifty. Is that cool with you? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Perfect. And if it's going to make you feel better. Yeah. About, uh, you know, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm 50. Good. Okay. Great. I just want to make sure about that before we went any further. 50 is a, that's a thing, right? That's a terrifying number. I'm it? headed toward it. Did 40 bother you at all? 40? No. I didn't, it didn't bother me at all either. No. Cause I had been, you know, already started the family sure. and you know, I mean, you, if, yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> How old are you? I already accomplished things. Oh, uh huh, uh huh. That would probably feel good. I see what you're saying. I get why it didn't bother you. But hey, you can round yourself down to yeah. forty. See, I'm and, still there. Uh, you got a whole lot of. <laughs> you got nothing but road in front of see? you. See, clear time. And we've paved the road. As to long Pittsburgh. as you're not driving it, you know, we should be fine to get through it. <laughs> was that the? Uh, that was the takeaway that I was thinking. Is like that, that is like the biggest symbolism uh, of turn 46 and get pulled over That's and great. someone tell you, slow down. That's great. Maybe I need to slow down, Jim. <laughs> and I got a parking ticket while we were there as well. So yeah, I mean, I'm did. not like, you know, I got, I got a ticket as well, but you got speeding ticket. I got a parking ticket. You got a parking ticket for an expired meter. Yes. Even though we paid the meter. So I'll fight it. Paid the meter, but then also like put a show on getting in that spot. <laughs> like if that, whoever wrote the ticket, Can we, uh, if they had seen, I have some of it on footage. You do have some of it on footage. <laughs> It's amazing. Watching Jim parallel park. It was like watching, uh, you could have put what, what, what could you fit in there? In that spot? A bus. A small bus. Not like <laughs> a full size, like, uh, hey, we're going to Summerfest from a bar bus. You Jim, know what I mean? Like, uh, you were Austin Powers. Like a party bus. In the golf cart. Just <laughs> like a, like a Roomba stuck in a corner. No, Did you was, notice how much easier I got it done though when you exited the vehicle? Well, yeah, you were under pressure. Right. Once I took the camera out, mm -hmm. and then when you got the ticket, I was I, we weren't sure what it was for. It was like, mm -hmm. are you too far from the curb? Is it? Uh... And I'm like, no, no, I know what it's for. It says it on here. And you're like, it could be seven other things you did wrong. And I'm like, no, wait a minute, it's for an expired meter. Like, are you sure it's not because your wheels are facing the wrong way? <laughs> Or you're three inches past where you need it. You had like a measuring tape out. I was like, where'd this hat come from? Why do you have the cop's hat on? I mean, the first weekend of the tour. Unbelievable. I get a speeding ticket. You get a parking ticket. Mm -hmm. That's not a great start. I think it is a great start. We got it out of the way. It's cheap content. We talked about it for 15 minutes. I think it's a great start. We got to look at this in a positive manner, Patrick. That fucking pissed me off. <laughs> I want to whip an axe <laughs> against a wall. Where can we do that? Plenty of places, my friend. Plenty of places. All right. So what do we have coming up? Because I know we uh, are going to be skating out of here soon. By the way, uh, guys, I want to welcome all the new listeners because we were plugging this in, in Pittsburgh. So Unbelievable. New Brims. Welcome aboard. The Yins Brims. The Yins Brims. Jim, hey, why dude. do you call them a Brimley? Why do we call them Brimleys? Because people do ask this. Yeah, do we? I always say, if you listen, you're a Brimley, you first know. of all. You, you, you should know. know. You just know. You're just a listener. It's just what it is. Uh, Wilfred's our mascot. I mean, it's just kind of, you just know. And if you want to go back and find it, you can. He's not a registered mascot. He's not a registered mascot. That's true. He's unlicensed. Can we put him on a shirt? We should put him on a shirt. We have to change something. Yeah. Right? We can't, we can't, we're going to have to like spell his name differently. We're going to have to like move his eyes around or something. I don't think we could use Wilfred's likeness. I think we could use something close to it. We're going to investigate that. We'll figure that out. All right, so happy half birthday to Jim, and uh, thank you to the new listeners. Do we have any Brimley banter? Any? I mean, I've heard from a few people. I uh, I spoke with Barry yesterday. Enjoyed the Disney episode. Um, I uh, and congrats, by the way. Go, I got a uh, uh, graduation coming up. That's why I screwed up last episode. I got this note from someone from Kelly M. Kelly M was at one of our shows, Jim. Oh, yeah, in Pittsburgh. We met a lot of Pittsburgh Brims, and I like that. She said she had a great time. Thank you, Kelly. She loved the show. I love that. Could have. Uh, she said she missed the first twenty-five minutes. Oh, good, good. Well, that's that's my time. But so loved it. Otherwise, really? she so said my got, last five was good. She said got in a little late, <laughs> intentionally. <laughs> Why did she say intentionally? Wanted to miss <laughs> the first guy. No, she is uh, a great supporter. Loved you. 
and loved the show and listens to the podcast. And then there were uh, a couple of rims in the lobby. We took some pics with, and we, uh, we were promoting the the heck out of it. We really were. I love it. I love it. Uh, Speaking of things to promote, Pat, we're doing something very special right here in our home away from home, Zanies in Rosemont, Illinois, that I'm very excited about. We, uh, we teased it last week. We got a summer series coming up. That's right. June 12th. We're going to be here Sunday afternoon doing a live podcast right here at Zanies in Rosemont. We're going to be posting some more information about that this week. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have some guests. We're going to have some uh, some games. It's going to be like a variety show experience. If you haven't been to one of our lives, they're a blast. Come on out. And we're using them to give back. Yes, we are going to be giving back, Jim. We're going to be partnering up with some charities that we uh, have relationships with. And all of the, uh, well, not all, but uh, the majority of. You got it. The proceeds. The proceeds? Say this. The proceeds go to local charities. The proceeds? The proceeds. The proceeds go to the charitable organizations. You got it. And uh, so it's a win for everyone. It really is. We're going to do it again in July on the 24th. We're going to do it in August. It's you just, as it. you said, Jim, a summer series. Unbelievable. Of Give Back Sundays. In conjunction with our friends here at Zanies and Rosemont and our pals at Bub. Oh, man. Bub City, too, stepping up. Yeah, we're going to, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, this room here, perfect place for it. I don't know if you've been to Zanies and Rosemont. They got a lot of great things coming up. Check it out. I'm telling you, man, this whole area too is starting to get busy again. You're starting to feel that vibe, that summertime, the, you know what I mean? Like just, just seeing it again for the first time in a few years feels good. Dude, we saw it uh, all weekend long. People are, people are coming out and um, they are rusty and their legs are pale and their clothes don't fit. Not at all. And everyone is off. Isn't that great? Have you been to a formal? So join us. (laughs) because it will only get worse. If you don't jump in now, you're out. Is that going to happen? I mean, there are going to be some people, right? That there's going to be new agoraphobics, right? Fall off of society. Just forget how to do it and just stay gone so long. And they're like, I can't get in. Like, when do I, it's like Frogger when you're waiting for that first one to kind of, when do I get in? You're like, just go. Yeah. They're like, I'm just going to hang out here the whole time. Well, and you know what? If, if you find yourself thinking about being that person and uh, no one is really reaching out, um, cool. See ya. <laughs> you had a good run. Less traffic. You know, makes it a little bit easier. No, get out there. You just gotta, you, sometimes you gotta be the person that starts it. Agreed. Call up a few friends. Let them know where you want to go to Zanies and Rosemont. On June 12th. And July 24th. I mean, gosh, you missed Jim's half birthday. Unbelievable. You missed Pat's full birthday. And if we could get a dollar from everyone that comes. Just give us money. We can pay our tickets That's from the tour. That's a bad idea. We can pay off all of our moving violations and stationary violations. I get a ticket from moving. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's what, uh, the the messages were from (laughs) from the law this weekend. They're like, Pat, (laughs) you got to slow down. And, uh, Jim do something, move. What the hell are you doing? Will you fucking move? Let's go. You can't just be there. It's expired. (laughs) You're like the guy at the front of Frogger just waiting. No, we are um, going to be moving all summer long, dude. We're going to be busy. We are. We got uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey at the Stress Factory. Can't wait to see what we get the charged for in that state. First weekend of June. Uh, I got a couple Sebastian things before then, though. I'm going out of the country. If you guys are trying to get a hold of me this week, I will be out of the nation on business. I will be in Canada. <laughs> I uh, recently, I don't know if I can get out of the country right now with my brush with the law. Sure. Do they, do they issue a warrant for your arrest? I might be... Uh, <laughs> Tackled at the border. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to Vancouver for a couple nights, then into uh, Vancouver, by the way, the Appalachia of the West. The, North, the Appalachia of Canada. Yeah. And then Seattle for uh, one night. I'm going to go down there. I love it. Listen to some grunge music. That's a great city for music. We were popping some music. We had a lot of like 90s, 2000s rock, which I learned now, you know. What were we li- keep it a reasonable volume. What were we listening to when I got pulled over? Uh, man, it was a, uh, it was like one of your picks. You're like, play this. I love it. It was, uh, Roots. just started moving. Yeah, it was Roots. Who's that by? It's, um. What so, is her name? What is her name? Uh, Alice Merton? Is yeah, it, it is. I got no Roots. Yeah, it, it is. You guys hear that song ever? That's it's a, a good, good tune. It's a very good one. When he was like, uh, is there a reason you're driving so fast? You should have just been like, yeah, man. And just turned up the Merton. Just let him hear it. It would have been like, have a good day. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. We were going through uh, Eurythmics. Yeah, we did. 
What else did we go through? Man, Seeger. I got a lot of uh, some hip hop. I got a lot of uh, a lot of education on who sings what because I don't know. Like I didn't know Annie Lennox was one of the Eurythmics. Yeah, yeah, she was it. She started, I think, right? I don't know. Well, yeah, we had a, a good time being on the road, just bonding. Yeah. We heard from some people about different road trip songs. Uh, Queen came up a lot, right? A little Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, we did put on, uh, one of the suggestions was uh, Werewolves of London. Oh, yeah, that's a great track. That's a, Warren Zevon. That's a name, I don't know anything about Warren Zevon, except for the fact that people who really like music really like Warren Zevon. They really like uh, Harding, Ginger, <laughs> Dom, Jean-Claude. That is beautiful. The, uh, yeah, I don't know much about him either. Warren Zevon, he's like, when you hear his name, everyone's like throws mad respect out. Like, oh, dude, Warren Zevon, oh, man. And then you listen he was, to his uh, song and he's just like, oh, ooh. <laughs> like, wait, what? He does voices? He's like one of the greatest musicians of all time. What does he sing? Well, he makes werewolf noises a lot. He does that. He does some voiceover for Disney <laughs> and he does music. Yeah, what other songs do oh, he have? It's just a weird. And that's not even singing. He's it's talking. Not, right. I was. Driving through Ohio, I'm on my way home from Pittsburgh, and I got pulled over. Ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, I just wrote a Warren Zevon song. None of these other songs really stand out to me. Okay. We'll find it. And again, I'm sure he's a brilliant musician. I just, that's one of those things that's always struck me. They were like, you know who I'm really into musically? I don't know if they've won any Grammys or anything, but I'm a big fan of the Chipmunks. I don't know if you're familiar with their work at all, uh, but I too want a hula hoop, and I just really relate to their music. <laughs> I was just trying to get one thing about him. Perfect. Pat, while you're doing that, I want to plug a couple things real quick. This weekend, I will be at Grumpy Troll Brewing. I'm headlining a show in Mount Horeb, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm going to figure out where that is, and I'll let you guys know if you want to get more information. Uh, on Saturday the 21st, I'll be posting about it. And then uh, next week, I will be back here on Wednesday the 25th for New Material Night at Zany's in Rosemont. Uh, those have been really fun shows, if anyone wants to come on out for that as well. Excellent, dude. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like Zevon was like uh, just an influencer, too. He roomed with uh, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. Really? Collaborated with Jackson Brown. He uh, discovered Justin Bieber. <laughs> that can't he be. Collaborated, he collaborated. No, that's Usher. Uh, that's Usher. He wrote Pitbull songs. Did he really? Yeah. He so he wrote Awu and he wrote. <laughs> ah, he's the real Mister Worldwide. He wrote Awu and Shamal. <laughs> I could see him influencing DMX. You know what I mean? I could like him going to DMX and like, listen, you're doing really great, but have you ever thought about incorporating dogs barking? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Didn't DMX just pass away too? He did not too long ago. Yeah, a couple years back. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, RIP DMX. That's how we like to end our episodes. We talk about dead musicians and then we bid adieu. No, we got some uh, great things coming up. Make sure you hit the summer series here at Zany's uh, in Rosemont, our live episodes. And uh, Jim, we're going to be back at it next week. We're going to have a lot to cover. What's you going on this it. week for you? This week, uh... Wisconsin. I got a private gig in Edison Park Friday, and then uh, a little R and R, a little relaxation, get some things done around home for a week, and then we hit the road again. Oh, a little R and R. That's what I'm gonna do. You know? Yeah. What do you got to do? I have no idea. Pat, here's the thing. The, cozy the, up with a book. The road trip threw me off a little bit. The the getting in, you know, and then sleeping all day because we got home like 5 a.m. and then you sleep a little bit during the day. So I have no idea what the hell I'm up to this week. Is a more honest answer. I feel very off from it as well. Like I don't know what I'm like. I, normally I have my I'm gonna prep at this time, you know, and I just haven't done any of that yet, so I gotta figure it all out. Well, Jim, I hope that you find yourself. I hope you do too, bud. And I hope that you are able to gather yourself once more for another episode of All Over the Place next week. Brims, have a good one. Enjoy this great weather. You got it. And we're coming to a city near you, so come out and see us on tour. Yeah, I announced all those dates, and Jim's gonna be with me. We got a bunch of great things coming up. We'll see you out there in America this summer. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>